You're listening to the Friends with Dogs podcast. Welcome to the Friends with Dogs podcast. I'm your host, Gina Maynard. Rick isn't with me today to do the introductions because he was busy all weekend doing some interviews for this week's podcast. We're posting this just a little bit late because we wanted to take the opportunity to go to and recap some of the events that happened over the weekend, like the Lexington Humane Society's Mutt Strut and the Kentucky Humane Society's Wagon Trail. Both of these are two big fundraisers for these organizations, and they're a lot of fun. Rick spent some time talking to some of the staffers, sponsors, vendors, and volunteers who helped make these events successful. First up... Rick's interviews from the Mutt Strut. Listen for the story about Star, a beautiful pup who is recovering from some pretty serious chemical burns. We're very thankful to the dedicated and loving team at Lexington Humane Society who's been taking care of Star. So here's the Mutt Strut interviews and a really promising update on Star. Okay, we're here today at the Mutt Strut at Keeneland. It's a beautiful day in Lexington. I am with Scott and Matilda, who is a beautiful, beautiful, maybe black lab mix. Yep, absolutely. Who's sporting the most beautiful white angel wings. Uh, Scott, tell us a little bit about how Matilda came into your life. Uh, we have another dog at home, and uh, he was getting a little older, so we wanted to get a little uh, uh, companion for him. So uh, we went and signed up for a pre uh Adoption at the Humane Society uh, to looking for the breed that we were looking for, and uh, we got a call and we went down and looked at her, and she came out of the pen first, so we knew she wasn't going back in. So, was um, love at first sight, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That uh, happens so much. I tell people sometimes, even if they're looking for a specific breed, to just go down there and walk through the kennels because a lot of times a dog will pick you out. Absolutely, absolutely. And since it was uh, Derby Friday. Uh, our horse came in. <laughs> exactly. That's, so, that's and, a perfect Central Kentucky story. And we so. have, yeah, we, and we've loved her ever since, and she's a great addition. How long have you had her? Uh, we got her uh, two years ago. Okay. Yeah, about, what was that, 2018? That, or 20, 2018, 2019. 2019. Well, she's beautiful, and she's very lucky, and uh, she looks perfect in those angel wings. All right, thank you very much. Thanks. <laughs> So we're here with Allison from Pivot Brewing, one of the many vendors that we have here today support the Mutt Strut. So Allison, tell us a little bit about why you guys want to get involved in this kind of event. Well, we are a dog-loving brewery, and we always want to support the community and do what we can, do our part uh, to help to help animals and other uh, important social causes. So when you say you're uh, dog-friendly, does that mean uh, dogs get to go to work with people at your at your facility? Yep, uh, dogs can uh, go to work, and we also have uh, a very dog-friendly venue, so people who come to drink our cider and our beer are welcome to bring their dogs to our uh, tap room and our patio and, and hang out. That's that's great. We There's nothing better than uh, hard cider except maybe hard cider facility that is dog-friendly. Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little about your products and where people can find you. Yes, yeah, so we are located on Delaware Avenue, um, just down the street from Pasta Garage. Uh, Today we have with us uh, some ciders, um, but we also uh, brew beer. So at our top room you can get either cider or beer. 
Um, we typically carry about 12 ciders at, a, at any given time, all different flavor profiles, and um, so we have something for everybody. Uh, same with the, the beers as well. Sounds like the perfect place to stop by maybe after the event. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for supporting the Mud Start. We're glad you're here. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, I'm here with Darcy, another one of the amazing volunteers that helps out with the Lexington Humane Society and this uh, fun event, the Mud Strut. So, uh, Darcy, you told me you've been involved with the organization for a long time. How long? Yeah, it's a close to, I think, 15 years, so it's a really long time. <laughs> so, obviously, you do some work for special events like this, but what else do you do from a volunteer perspective? Um, so, we, I, I do all of the special events. So, we will go and we do the buddy program so we can go and pick up dogs at the Humane Society, take them out, you know, go to the park, have some fun with them. Um, I also transport on the weekends, and I transport with Lexington Humane Society, too, because they get a lot of, um, what do you call it, wildlife, I guess, you know, so any of the little things, everybody gets them, and they bring them to the Humane Society. Well, obviously, the Humane Society is not really set up for that, so we will transport them out into the community, out to some wildlife rescue organizations so that they can get the care that they need, you know, baby bunnies, baby ducks, that kind of stuff, so... Wow, that's so much. I think there's so many things that go on at Lexington Humane Society that people don't even know about, and that's one of them. It's not just about dogs and cats over there. Yeah, no, it isn't. I mean, and, and you've got all different animals over there too. So, I mean, I've seen we've got pigs, of course, and you can visit them outside. Um, they've had horses before. I mean, pick an odd animal. Fish. We've we've had fish, <laughs> which is a weird thing to adopt, but you're like, okay. <laughs> That's one of the really neat things about the organization. But just wanted to say thank you for being such a loyal volunteer and appreciate you being here today. Well, thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. So we're here at the Muttstrut with Chris, who works for Target. And uh, he and some of his co-workers are here volunteering. Uh, Chris, talk a little bit about what Target does to encourage uh, volunteerism among your employees. Yeah, so Target focuses really heavily on giving back to our communities that give so much to us. Um, I've been with the company now for about 10 months, and it's been a really good opportunity for me to kind of get out in the community here in Lexington um, with everything kind of being shut down for the last year. This is the first time we've really got to get out. Uh, we get we do so many hours every year. My location, my goal is to be at 125% of our goal this year just because we didn't make it last year with everything. Uh, we're up to about 70 hours so far this year, and I'm looking to do about another 70 before uh, before Christmas rolls around. So That's great. I mean, uh, when people join a, a great company like Target, I'm sure one of the things they look at is the benefits. And to me, this is a really cool benefit for employees, along with what you get paid and your health insurance and all that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So when I look at the things that really draw me into the job and make me really want to stay there, uh, it goes a lot farther than just what I'm doing day-to-day -day inside the store or inside the building. Uh, and it definitely goes a lot deeper than just my paycheck. And to work for a company that gives me so much free control to, to get out and really give back to the communities, uh, it's, it's, been, it's, been a, it's been a blessing for sure. So. so how many people do you guys have here today? Uh, there are four of us total from Target today. There's three from my location, one from another. Um, and then we had, uh, we volunteered about two weeks ago for another company here in town. And there was about 12 of us for that one, uh, across all three of the stores here in the location or in Lexington. And, uh, we've got some more stuff coming up for, um, like food chain and a couple of the other smaller, uh, nonprofits here in town. And we're looking forward to it. That's great. Well, thanks for, thanks to Target for what they're doing, and thanks to you and your team for being here today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking a minute to talk to me. I appreciate it. You bet. So we're here with Jackie and Moose, who is beautiful and um, a very, very lucky dog. 
So Jackie, tell us about how Moose came into your life. Um, so I've always fostered dogs um, through uh, Jasmine County and um, I had a daughter and I kind of stopped fostering for a little while and there was a hoarding case in one of the smaller counties in Kentucky and his face popped up and it was one of those instant I, I gotta have him. I, I, I gotta have him in my home. I want to try and help him be a better dog so he can find his family. And um, I called him and I, I drove the hour down to get him, not thinking I was gonna bring him home, just to meet him. And uh, he ended up in the car going home with us. And uh, from that moment on, he has been the best walking partner, um, fur friend. He loves my daughter. Um, he sleeps in the bed. He's just. 90 pounds of pure love. So you could say that uh, Moose's life has changed in a major way. Yes, yes. He was very scared of a lot of things. Never aggressive, but just for such a big dog, he was scared of everything. And now when we go to new places like here at the Mutt Strut, um, he's nervous, but he looks to me to say, is it going to be okay? And I say, yep. And then he kind of takes it with stride. He's really, really opened up. And so how long have you guys been together now? Uh, we've been together for about a year and a half. Okay. Yep. And uh, we walk every day. We, we practice. We go to the dog park a little bit. And uh, he just, he's just awesome. Well, thanks for talking to us. And thanks for giving Moose such a great life. He is clearly, clearly uh, loving life right now. Whenever I walked up, he was uh, standing next to you. And he had the had that trust lean going. He was yes. leaning up against you. Yes. He's a beautiful dog. Well, thanks Thank for you. meeting him. He you enjoys bet. meeting new people. Awesome. Here with Ashley Hammond, one of my favorite people in the whole world, uh, who's a longtime uh, employee at the Lexington Humane Society. We're here with Star, and Star has gotten semi-famous lately. But for the folks who haven't heard Star's story, tell us what, what her story is. Star is very special to Lexington Humane. We are very fortunate that she found us. So she came to us with significant chemical burns, what we assume was chemical burns all through, all over her body, mostly on her back and her ears and her back of her legs. So she has overcome so much in her young life. She's probably just a few months old. We would think six or seven months old. Um, absolutely gorgeous. She's been a trooper this whole time. She is the sweetest little girl. You would think that after everything she's been through, she wouldn't be as loving, but she absolutely is. Well, she looks great. I mean, and particularly if you've seen some of the early photos of some of her injuries, she looks like she's healing up really well. And I know that's a testament to the medical care she's getting, but also the love she's getting from the staff, I'm sure. Absolutely. And we're so excited that you're here. We're excited that she is here. She's making all kinds of new friends. <laughs> and yes, the medical staff has been um, her team. Uh, they have been um, actually fostering her as well. One of our vet tech staff members took her home and she's been doing, um, working with her on lots of different things, socialization and training a little bit. Um, she's been doing phenomenal. So what do you think the timeline is? Uh, obviously she's rehabbing really well and looks great. How long before she'll uh, be up for adoption? I would guess, I would say probably about two or three weeks she'll be ready to go to a forever home. That's wonderful. Uh, this is the kind of story I think that a lot of people don't think about, but the, the animals that come in that have such serious injuries that you guys have to invest a lot of time and frankly, a lot of money in, uh, in getting them back to good health. But uh, those are the kind of things you see pretty often. Absolutely. It's incredibly sad, but you can't dwell on those things because most of the animals that come through Lexington Humane Society, 97% save rate, we are able to rehab and 
patch them up through foster care, working with our medical staff and our staff. Of course, we have lots of lots of office fosters. Everybody like Rick loves to come into our administration building and see all of our office fosters. But yeah, it is really a testimony uh, to the vet tech staff and um, all of the staff at Lexington Humane to provide top quality care. So when you make a donation to the Lexington Humane Society, you're helping lots and lots of animals, not just dogs and cats, but lots of other animals as well. But you're also helping great dogs like Star. So That's Ashley, right. thanks, thanks for everything you've done and thanks for letting us talk to you today. Absolutely. We're excited to be here. Thank you. is so sweet, and we're so glad she's on her way to a better life thanks to LHS. After the mud strut in Lexington on Saturday, Rick headed west to the Wagon Trail in Louisville on Sunday. Here are the interviews from the Wagon Trail Sponsor Day. Included is a chat with Jeff Calloway, who you may remember as Ethan's papa in a couple of earlier episodes. He gave us an update on Ethan, one of America's favorite dogs. Enjoy. Here this morning at the Wagon Trail kickoff event with Sarah Bevan, one of the supporters of this event to benefit the Kentucky Humane Society. But Sarah, you have an interesting line of work. Tell us about that. Well, I started out as a physical therapist, graduated from UK, and uh, in 2003, I left that and I went from two legs to four. <laughs> and I got certified in pet first aid as an instructor. And since I've gotten certified in canine massage therapy, pet food nutrition and I do lots of studies with other areas of pet care and safety prevention prevention is the best first aid <laughs> absolutely so this is a really neat area that you've gotten into talk a little bit about um, uh, dog and I don't know maybe even cat CPR talk about how that's different from people CPR well actually we do we do dog and cat both um, and when I first started out it was number salad. It was every size animal had a different breath to compression ratio, different hand placement where you stood with in relation to the animal. And then it was about 2012, the Veterinary Emergency and Critical Care Society started a study to standardize it. And when that came out, it is not only standardized for animals, it fits right in with people. It is so similar to people so that if you know one, you could easily do the other. That's amazing. Any stories about people that you've trained that have been subsequently able to put their training into action? Well, it's several. When I am at events like this, people who have been through training will come up to me and say, you know, my dog, and choking is the one that is really the most common. My dog was choking and I knew what to do and I took care of it and he got up and ran off and he's fine. It's amazing. Um, but then, too, on the, the sad side of it, a lot of people are drawn to first aid because they've lost an animal and didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, don't think it won't happen to you because it will yeah. <laughs> when you least expect it. So how can people find out more about uh, what you do and get in touch with you? Well, uh, they can contact me through email, which is S. W. Bevan, B-E-A-V-I-N, at bellsouth.net. And I do have a Facebook page, which is Pet First Aid and CPR. That's awesome. And I would be happy to talk with anybody. 
That's great. And thank you so much for being here to support this event. Oh, this is one of my favorite things to do all year long. That's awesome. Here with Megan Decker from the Kentucky Humane Society, marketing manager. Really, really cool sponsor kickoff day. We appreciate being here. Got a chance to meet um, Ethan and Jeff, but talk a little bit about the importance of this event and also the importance of sponsors to this event. Absolutely. So this event helps us raise enough money to care for the over 6,000 animals who come to the Kentucky Humane Society each year. Uh, oftentimes animals come to us from overcrowded shelters, but they can even be like Ethan, as you saw. Uh, they can come to us in very severe neglect and abusive situations where they require a ton of medical care. Um, I mean, just think about Ethan alone. It took so much to save him, just thousands of dollars. So money raised at the Wagon Trail event every year goes back to help us save lives. So it's really, really important. We're so grateful for all the sponsors and the vendors who came out today, who, who participate and, and who join us every year with the Kentucky Humane Society. Local businesses are our favorite, uh, but we love everybody. So we're really excited and we're, we're really thankful for all the support. So you touched on this a little bit, but... Um it's probably hard to put into words the impact that Ethan's story has had on the organization and really potentially the other lives that are being saved by people who've supported KHS because of his story. Absolutely. Um, so when Ethan came in, I was actually going to a media event and I was walking down the aisle and he, he walked in being carried in uh, one of our staff members' arms and I remember thinking, oh, oh my God, someone found a, a dead dog in our parking lot. Um, and then they told me he was still breathing. So I followed them all the way to our vet services and helped them get him set up. But I remember thinking at that moment, you know, there's no way this animal could make it. Like there's absolutely no way. And I, I was like, you know, I'm gonna go do wave three right now. Um, but after I get back, I'm gonna check on him and see if he's still here. And if so, I'd, I'd like to just, I'd like to show, you know, um, show him to the world, show him exactly what, you know, we see every day. Because a lot of times people think, you know, it's a happy, go lucky, you play with puppies, you have a great time. And a lot of times that's what we do, but other times we're working to save lives like this, animals in horrific shape, um, and it takes a big effect on the Kentucky Maid Society. So after taking a lot of photos, and he actually was alive when I came back, I was so thankful. I was like, oh my gosh, and I took the video of Dr. Bewley, and we just asked him questions, and even at that point we were like, it's very unlikely that he will survive this, but even if he doesn't, you know, maybe at least we can raise awareness for what we see every day at the Kentucky Maid Society and help raise funds. Um, and the outreach of how far the story went uh, blew my mind. I remember posting it and being like, you know, I've, I was hopeful to raise maybe a couple thousand dollars to take care of him. And then it just exploded. And I was, I was shocked and all of it. And I was like, well, you know what? We're going to, you know, we're going to follow his journey every single day. We're going to see it through. I think, I think I worked like a thousand days in a row. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was so, un, it was just heartwarming and touching to see people, not just from Louisville, Kentucky, but from all over the country who were reaching out to me. Um, I think in the first week alone, I answered over a thousand messages on Facebook, just talking to all of these people who would write me and they were just so touched by him, but also that I, I talked to people who were crying. I talked to people who were, who were devastated. Um, and to every person who reached out and talked to me, um, thank you so much. Um, as you can imagine, this is very emotional work um, and having other people who understand and who just support you and say that, you know, they also, they can feel it too. It, it means a lot. Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things that I'm, we love the Kentucky Maine Society have been supporters for many, many years, but one of the things I love most about the organization is that there was never a, a moment's hesitation whenever you guys found Ethan that you were going to figure out a way to save him. Absolutely. And you don't think about things like cost or resources. It's just like, this is a life that's worth saving, so we're going to save it. Absolutely. I mean, our first 
like a lot of people ask, but the first thing we do is we just immediately go into action. We don't, we don't think about those things because every life is just as important as another. There's no one animal that's more important. Um, so when an animal comes into us in this bad of shape, we work immediately to save their lives. We, we find the money, um, you know, we, we find the resources, we, we find partnerships because we think it's so important to save their lives. I mean, they're, I, I don't know how to explain like why we care so much, but I mean, I mean, just do you know it's it's a matter of heart when you see something like that it just it moves you and you need to save them so last question and we'll let you get back to your other responsibilities but um it's got to be difficult in a pandemic environment to run an event like this but talk about how you guys have been able to adapt and turn this into a virtual event and how successful it's been absolutely um so wagon trail is normally done um at an actual location with all of the vendors and sponsors and we love doing that it's my favorite event of the year uh we see dog lovers from all over Louisville come out, um, usually in the hundreds. And, you know, when the pandemic hit, the first thing we thought was, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not going to get to see all my friends, <laughs> uh, like all of our, our fun people who come out every year. And so we just pivoted and we found a way to do it virtually. Um, and luckily, we had the support of our community who all came together and knew how important it was to raise these funds for these animals, because without those funds, we can't take in as many animals. We can't save them from overcrowded shelters where their euthanasia is high. Um, and we really couldn't make a difference. So we're so grateful to be able to do a virtual fundraiser with the support of our community where people raise funds uh, and save dogs like Ethan. It's it's amazing. Um, and hopefully next year we'll get to do it in person again. I'm really excited about that. It's my it's my favorite event that we do. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it just brings people together. And that's what we're all about at the Kentucky Humane Society. Well, Megan, thanks for everything you do. Thanks for everything KHS does. And thanks for having us here today. Thank you for coming. I'm excited. In Louisville this morning, celebrating the Wagon Trail 2021. Um, proud to be a sponsor of that event, but really, really excited to catch up with Jeff Calloway and Ethan. We got a chance to meet Ethan for the first time in person. But Jeff, give us a quick update since uh, we last spoke, how things are going. Uh, well, they, they're going amazing. Uh, he is doing fantastic, first of all, uh, health-wise. He's doing great. He's up to 107 pounds. Uh, no, absolutely no health effects from... Uh, his situation, he uh, has been meeting and greeting people everywhere. We have things we go to every week, which is fantastic. He has an amazing uh, fan base and, and group of supporters that are his extended family that we love tremendously. Um, he received uh, a proclamation from the Kentucky Derby Festival for uh, uh, Ambassador of Compassion. And then he received a proclamation from Louisville Metro Government, which was fantastic. And they had him there and he entertained uh, the people at the Metro Council Government. And then just most recently, he won a national contest with Bush to be the uh, basically the spokesdog for their Bush dog brew which is a pork-based bone broth uh, drink for dogs, and we are overwhelmed by that. It's been fantastic. The support from his extended family was apparent to the people at Bush, and I want to say on their behalf, you know, not only were they looking for a really cute dog, which Ethan is, but they were very interested in his story and very interested in, in using a shelter dog as their spokes dog, and they've been fantastic to work with. And so, yeah, so, and now I'm here today with you guys, got to meet you guys for the first time, so this is great. So, um, you, you touched on this a little bit, but Ethan's fan base, oh my God. So how many people you have following your social media pages now? Uh, so on, on his uh, Ethan Almighty Facebook page, it's over 40,000. And then on his Instagram page, it's about 
5,600, I think, something like that. I'm debating on getting into the TikTok realm. You should. It's a little out of my comfort zone, but everything else is too. So That's what I was going to say. Your, your, your job, your life, the things you do with your time has changed a lot, hasn't it? It's, uh, my, my life has completely changed. He has... Uh, He's changed me in the best ways in the last four months. Uh, we have started, you know, I, I started a little podcast too. Which is great, to, by the way. The, thank you. Which is hope, try to bring awareness, try to bring awareness and hope and inspiration to people through some of the stories that I've gotten, that I've received from some of his extended family. And uh, it's, it's just been amazing. Uh, they support him like, like you wouldn't believe from all over the country. It, I, I couldn't thank them enough. Well, uh, there's just not enough words. I know you guys have a lot of folks you need to say hello to, but uh, for anybody who's uh, not following your page, although most of them are, or they haven't listened to your podcast, give everybody information about how they can uh, uh, contact you and, and uh, find those pages. Uh, so on Facebook, it's Ethan Almighty. On Instagram, it's Ethan Almighty. And if you go to uh, wherever you find your podcast, you can search for Ethan Almighty or search for Pints and Pauls, which is kind of a spinoff podcast hosted by myself and Dr. Emily Bewley. Uh, we've got one episode out there looking to, to record another one soon, but thank everyone so much for the support and thank you. Thank you guys, Rick and Gina so much. I, it's, it's great to meet you guys. And uh, it, I thank you guys very much for all your support. Well, same here, Jeff, your story is amazing. We've had tremendous reaction to it as I know you have. So just thanks for all you've done for Ethan and thanks for what you do for the Kentucky Maine society. Yeah, absolutely. It's all my pleasure. Trust me. It's all my pleasure. Thanks. So that's the latest from KHS and from Ethan. It was so nice to be able to finally meet him in person. Or wait, maybe that would be in canine? I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> he's handsome, healthy, and happy, and that's what counts. So thanks to everyone who supports both the Lexington Humane Society and the Kentucky Humane Society. Your donations allow them to care for dogs like Ethan and Star and thousands of others. We love these organizations. So that's it for this week. We have some great stories planned for the next few shows. So thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with another conversation with a friend with dogs. Until then, go do something nice for a dog today. 